Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it seems Jones. like we're on. Jones, we're recording. Ah, ah, ah. Our servers work, Jones. Oh, okay. We're not we're not Facebook or Instagram. All right, good to know. Oh, nice? we're throwing shade. It's what's hot today, you know? 28 suplex biddies in the house. <laughs> hey, hey. Back. Oh, oh. We got Hunterman, we got Diego, myself, the big idiot, you know. Don't know when the record button starts, but we're here. We're brought to you by Couch Guy Sports. Make sure you're using the internet one time. Go use the internet one time. Like like Damian Priest with the flaming arrow once, just once. All you need is one. Uh, also, the podcast and the network is now sponsored. You guys ready for this sponsorship we got? I, You guys kept me in the dark. <clears throat> I want to know what we're talking about. So, Hanuman, I'm going to ask you, because Diego and I have already done this ad read on a different podcast before. Okay, okay. Hanuman, have you ever felt unable to focus, tired, and just low on energy? Every day. Well, we understand that feeling, and we understand it so well that the Suplex Biddy Podcast is brought to you by not only the Couch Guy Sports Network, but we're also sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked, Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will, also, will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boost, boost you when you need it most and to avoid jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Need that. So here's where you go to go get it. Head over to www.shockenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN for Couch Guys Sports Network today for 10% off your order. Check out their green apple flavored box, which Diego has told me is very well. Uh, I'm waiting for my. Watermelon flavored box to come in, which mm-hmm. I ordered. Uh, and oh, don't worry, they ship worldwide. So all the suplex biddies listeners worldwide. from around the globe, trust me when I tell you, that's right, worldwide. They ship worldwide. Go get yourself some shocked energy today, and let us help you gain your focus and energy back. Hell yeah, dude! Let's go. As Hunman cleans his dirty ass camera because he's a <laughs> dirty, like ass dirty boy, and we're about to get. <laughs> In this motherfucker, we got shit to talk about tonight. Suplex biddies again. The draft. WWE had one one part of the draft on Friday night. That's mm-hmm. going to be our main topic tonight. This is going to be the topic we're going to be starting with. So, first things first. Hunnaman's got the rounds. Hunnaman's got the picks. So, first things first, you know, we like to start with them first-round picks because, you know, mm-hmm. the three of us, first-round picks when it comes to wrestling knowledge here. So, let's, let's do... Uh, Let's dive in, Hunterman. Now, in case, round people, in case people aren't 100% aware of how this drafting pool tends to work, it seems certain nights they have certain superstars eligible, as they've done in the past year, but they've kept it secret as to who's eligible. So right here, you got your first-round picks. you got Roman Reigns going number one overall to SmackDown. Number two, Big E, staying on Raw. Makes sense to keep your champions. Then the big move that I was surprised at originally – you got Charlotte Flair, Raw Women's Champion, moving over to Fridays with the title as of right now. And then Raw, oh, well, they probably grabbed Becky Lynch, right? I mean, what are you going to do? Bianca Belair, Monday nights. So, starting off hot, big change at the top. Champions stayed where they are. Uh, your Raw Women's Champion is now on SmackDown, so it's interesting. But uh, what would you guys what'd you guys think about the first round? Oof. Um. 
Yeah, no, it was just uh, it, was, it was definitely a, an eye-opening start to the WWE draft right there. Um, obviously, we knew Roman and Big E were going to be one and two, like back in the day when Rollins and Ambrose at the time were the, were the first overall picks for both shows because they were the ones holding the titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, again, the Charlotte to SmackDown thing, I mean, it has to be a big um, – it has to be because of the network. Yep. It has to be because Fox is like, we want the face. We need her on Friday nights. All the time, but Raw getting back Bianca return. I don't think that's a bad bad little trade for them. No, not at all. And so it seems like Becky Lynch might not have been eligible for this specific night of the draft because she went on Twitter later on, either I think either Friday night or Saturday morning, and said, "I'm not eligible till Monday because I still want to." She's playing it off as like, "Oh, I want them to give me more offers before I go where I'm going to go and sign." So you're that's your top four, and I would just say. By Bianca Belair, I know we haven't been thrilled with how she's been treated, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with her title and everything like that. But being a top four pick in the draft seems like, you know, it's it feels like a good vibe for her and they're going to stay backing her. So for me, I love seeing that. And, you know, she can now be your top baby face on Raw, depending on how the, the world title scene for the women shapes up. So I am very thrilled with that one. What about you, Diego? What do you think? Um, I'm ecstatic about Bianca Belair. I, I agree with you. I it seemed as of the past couple of months, they kind of screwed her over. But with mm-hmm. the fourth overall pick, it just it just tells you that there there is a much bigger picture being painted when it comes to the future of Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as that is the case, I'm I'm interested to see where uh, this takes her in the draft. What 2022 may prepare for her, mm-hmm. um, and also what what kind of legacy she's uh, she's due to to leave behind. Um, you know, whether it's a short career, whether it's a long career, I personally think for WWE's, WWE's interest, um, it's got to be at least at least an eight-year career tenure uh, for her here at WWE. So, so can I give a quick uh, synopsis on what I thought the first round for Raw kind of gave me? Sure. It kind of gave me a little bit of like a rebuilding vibe. Like it gave me like, mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to re- Kind of like what they're going to do with NXT, what they're doing currently with NXT, but uh, on the main roster, it kind of looked like they were getting ready to uh, to to change the show up a little bit and to start building around some, some different faces, some faces that, you know, could be fit, fitting into a very good demographic right now that they're trying to hit. So I think that they're doing the smart thing, and I think the USA Network is uh, ecstatic with their first two picks of yep. the first round. Mm-hmm. I have a, a theory as to how they might shake it up, and that plays into exactly what you're talking about right there. But in the meantime, shall we move on to round two? Yep. All right. So as we know, it's the big names seemingly off the board. What else could change tonight? We don't know who's eligible. We don't know who's going where. Uh, first pick, round two, Drew McIntyre to SmackDown. Big pick. I think a lot of us seem to have predicted that one. Uh, and then round two, uh, RK Bro stays on Raw keeping the tag titles there. And then you got the New Day, a.k.a. just Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, back to SmackDown. Hate that. And then you have Edge moving over to Raw. So thoughts on those few choices? <laughs> I mean, again, it, if you just look back at you know last week's episode when we talked about this, and we talked about literally Edge going around, McIntyre going to SmackDown, mm-hmm. it just, it, just it, it writes itself. It really yeah. does. Yeah. I mean... Drew finally getting a chance to get back on the main uh, 
feud scene, having him against Roman in, in the near future, also very, very good for ratings. Yep. Um, because we saw what they we saw how good the chemistry was in their Survivor Series match last year. Mm-hmm. So I think we're uh we're, we're we're looking all right in that in that front. Um, yep. but <clears throat> I, I think the big winner there, honestly, I think it's I think it's SmackDown again. I think SmackDown's slowly working their way to being the A show because Fox is paying them a lot more than USA, so they're yep. putting all their um <clears throat> all their money into that basket, in my opinion. There by mm-hmm. adding, so so far, if you think about it, Roman Charlotte, Drew McIntyre, and then Xavier Woods. And Kofi Kingston. Those are five huge names that are automatically already on Friday nights. Yep, agreed. Diego? I have no thoughts on round two. I mean, I think I, I think those picks were kind of, you know, foreseen. Made sense. I, I, you know, decent picks, but I just didn't see anything earth shattering there. Cool. I mean, I mean, not for nothing. I was curious to see what they're going to do with RK Bro and keeping them together. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, in that aspect, I, I like it. But again, Diego, I do agree with you. They were kind of predictable. But at the same time, again, if you look at it, based off the five, the first five picks for SmackDown and the first five, five picks for Raw, or technically four, but five people mm-hmm. going both ways, SmackDown automatically looks like the A show right there. All right, That's the, true. Big na- the big names are definitely there. It's like they're loading up. I mean, Drew, like you were saying, I agree. Drew on SmackDown's good. They had a little backstage interview of everybody on Talking Smack where they actually announced a few more picks that weren't just on, you know, TV. Uh, but Drew, you know, they brought up how he kind of made his intentions known to Big E on Raw. He talked about Rome and he said, you know, I almost had him beat once. He had a little help. I think I can do it again. I know I can take that title from him. There you go. There's your next feud right after he gets out of Saudi Arabia. Uh, RK Bro, good. Kingston and Woods, I think, is going to play into something and more. Because uh, I think you just got New Day back and you literally made them the focus of your show for the last like two, three weeks of them being together as a unit, especially with potential hurt business implications and everything like that. So I'm thinking there's going to be something along the lines of like, so the Usos weren't drafted this night. We can just, you know, put that out there. The SmackDown champs weren't in this pool for whatever reason. Uh, so Roman pulled Paul Heyman aside and said, hey, make sure the Usos are drafted to Friday nights or your ass is done. That was such a beautiful segment, by the it way. Was, it was. It was. So segments. maybe Raw drafts the Usos, and then they do a trade back of Woods and the Usos because they finagle something, yada, yada, yada. But Edge to Raw, again, very good. They built up the rivalry uh, with Rollins over the weekend. Kind of involved uh, the wife of Edge a little more, so maybe we'll get that mixed, uh, mixed tag we had been hoping for. But uh, again, like you said, writes itself, seems like perfect switches if they keep Woods and Kofi on SmackDown. Woods could be your new King of the Ring guy if he's going to mm-hmm. go with that. Kofi Kingston can be slotted into the main event at any time. And Fox probably loved having him, you know, the first year, even though they had him drop to Brock, but he was still a very big, you know, highly featured man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I'm still with you. We're SmackDown. And in, bro, dude, round three, if we can just oh, jump into it. So real quick, yeah, um, everybody knows what Xavier Woods' big goal is in WWE, right? Yep. It's to win, win King of the Ring. Win King of the Ring, yep. Story writes itself. Yep. Which starts next Friday on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So, and then leading into round three, if you were, did you have anything else you want to add, Diego? Or no, no, that's no, that's lead off on two. So round one. three for SmackDown, kind of a surprising first pick for them as far as I'm concerned. But uh, Happy Corbin and his new muscle, Madcap Moss. What a name! Uh, two Friday nights. <laughs> 
Corbin was someone I kind of saw seeing going over to Raw, but uh, you know, here we are. We got there that new duo. Uh, Raw drafted Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash, you know, the women's tag team champions, and SmackDown again. If this is done properly, my goodness, they drafted Hit Row from NXT with uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Top Dollar, Ashanti the Adonis, and B Fab. So that's they were they've been killing it on NXT. So them getting that call up can't wait and then the final pick for that round was keith bearcat Lee. so ross still keeping that potentially huge monster slash baby face name in keith lee and that for our anxieties it's <laughs> nice to see it's nice to see him as a third round pick so they you know he's not just some supplemental draft move on wwe.com so it's nice yep. to see him get highlighted uh what else do you guys think <sighs> Diego, you want to go? You want me to go? You want Harmon to go? You want for me out of uh, for me out of this third round? I really like the fact that at that uh, you know, Big Cat Keith Lee is there. Um, I, I I like him. I like him a lot. I think his return to the main roster has not been as fully profitable as maybe as it should have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like think it's the right word. Um, <laughs> However, him going in the third round finally gives us some sort of time window to see, okay, where could this where could this new heel potentially finally start to uh, flourish into something that finally gives that personnel who Keith Lee is. Um, him going in the third round, it means, you know, probably come February, March, when, you know, when we're starting to look at WrestleMania and all that stuff, he's come full circle and he's ready to go for for that kind of uh that kind of main event to to take place. Uh, I think Crown Jewel offers him an opportunity to maybe continue to push himself a little bit further if he's part of the of the event, uh, which I doubt he will be. But um, additionally, him just going in the third round, it just again, like I said, it, it gives at least a clear picture as to okay, there is potential with him being involved somewhere along the lines that will right. finally bring fans into some sort of happiness because as of late, he's just been utilized as a, as a cover up whenever mm-hmm. they screw up things um, in their promos. So, right. Right. Uh, again, SmackDown. Fox just has so much money that they can get a good show like this. Yeah. Because again, hit row, like Hunterman said, has been absolutely killing on NXT. You already got a solid mid guy. Right there in Isaiah Swerve Scott. The, the tag team, very good. And BFAB's no slouch either in the women's division. So she's she can easily fit right in and handle her own. Like they got four talented pieces there. Raw gets Ray Ripley, talent. Uh Nikki Ash. She's there. But I think I think the big thing is for Raw is if you think of it like this, Hunter, and if you think of you know what we've been talking about. Uh, this now, even more so, looks like our good friend Bearcat Keith Lee, Royal Rumble favorite right now. Dude, it has to be at this point. Like, oh, I was hoping for it last year, but him or Big you're gonna E tell, now. You're going to tell me we're going to get him versus Big E at WrestleMania for the title? That's some big meaty men slapping meat if I ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Dwayne Johnson and Roman Reigns. Just to just so again, we like what's been going on for this so far. The logic behind a lot of this confuses me. So, like, 
hit row. They just drafted four people with one pick. Cool. If you're going to draft Big E, number one overall on Raw, why not just take the entire New Day? So it's like, where's the – it's just a little confusing how they keep everybody in their pool and where they're mm-hmm. eligible to be drafted with who. Mm-hmm. And, like, Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss, I guess they're a duo, so you can take them both at the same time. So it's tough to kind of keep up with it uh, and on what the heck's going on there. But, again, it just seems like – if even – dude, if your first feud is Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss versus Hit Row, that's pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> You just throw some tag teams in there. But, I yeah. mean, leading into that, I mean, our fourth and final round that was on television that day, SmackDown drafted Naomi, who is seemingly in the midst of some sort of push, anti-authority, you know, I want to be featured type thing. So maybe something's coming big for her. And, again, SmackDown drafted her, even though Sonya Deville's been, you know, treating her like crap and not giving her mm-hmm. a match. So it's like, did the network choose that? Did Sonya Deville choose mm-hmm. that just to – just to keep her here and torture her like what are we doing here but then a bigger move you could say ray and dominic mysterio to raw uh jeff hardy back over to smackdown which i think a few of us were hoping for here doesn't really do much for us right now with the way they've treated him but you know he's a mid-card guy easily could be thrown into a world title feud and uh, austin theory from nxt actually is called back up to raw didn't go so well the first time but now, after he's kind of, you know, seasoned himself a little more in NXT with Gargano and everybody, he's going to get another chance on Monday nights. So what do we, yeah. what do we think after that? Well, again, it's just um, – I think that, that one's a little bit different to me. Um, I don't know. I'm not really sold on, on it as of right now on the, for either side. I mean, the Mysterios, yes. giving them new storylines and stuff like that would be good and beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be the show that Dominic could uh, – potentially see himself grow as a singles competitor once uh, daddy decides he wants to retire everything. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, really no like big difference makers in that. Yeah. No like big changes mm-hmm. for me. Now, Naomi could be one, but you know, who knows how they're going to do it depending on how their world title scene shakes out at the top. going to get tough. It's going to be tough to get everyone featured, but uh, Diego, what about you? What do you think? I don't know if I really have anything else to add here. Because, like, I'm just listening now. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yep. Another point that I had in mind. Okay, another point that I had in mind. Okay, well, I'm out. Motherfuckers. <laughs> For this one, I'm out. For this one, I think you guys covered just spot on. It's that last round on the broadcast. You know, you're not expecting. Once the top yeah. two rounds go, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's like bums, but it could be anywhere. It's just like reshuffling. Yep. So yeah. probably how it's going to end up being on, you know, Raw tonight as well but i'm interested to see if because they did two picks per round on smackdown i wonder if they're going to keep that same formula on raw or if they'll add you know a third pick because of the third hour or whatever the heck they're doing because in in previous years they'd actually been doing uh raw would get three picks because they were three hours and smackdown would get two so it maybe it made more sense to do that so like you know raw didn't pass on someone weirdly enough you know mm-hmm. but uh you know there was also there was a few other you know moves uh that were really revealed on talking smack that night uh just uh there's raw got quite a few people uh they got uh akira tozawa who's been you know big 24 7 title guy good for you know making anybody look good can put on a match if he needs to uh otis and chad gable of the alpha academy going on monday nights uh, apollo cruz and commander aziz going on monday nights little surprise they weren't in the main you know, uh, area of the few of the draft because mm-hmm. they had been pushing Apollo a lot. So that's a little worrisome, but you know, hopefully at least they're keeping them together. Do drop to raw 
Drake Maverick, John Morrison, uh, Nia Jax, whenever she comes back, Reggie, 24-7 champion, staying on Monday nights, uh, R-Truth, Zelina Vega, so maybe another one that could get some opportunities now that there's more time on the show, and uh, T-Bar, a.k.a. Dominic Dijakovic, is now on Raw, and they split up himself and uh, Mace. So do you guys want me to say the SmackDown ones as well, or do you want to talk about Raw first? Let's talk about Raw real quick. Yeah. yeah. It's just – so what What it looks like now is it just seems like they're adding in the fillers. Yep. So basically just people that are going to be on the roster, but could they be effective? Could they not? Who knows? Um, I don't know. I, I don't really have much takeaway from it. I mean, I hope that Morrison does something. Yep. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's just one of those things where Raj is going to keep adding names to uh, quote-unquote here. Um, fill the time slots. Mm-hmm. The only big one that I could see paying off is, uh, like you said, Morrison. Hopefully, if they give him a push, because he's still, you know, an incredible, uh, incredible performer, and he's charismatic as hell. They just got to give him a chance and not have him just always be Miz's buddy. Which they, you know, they broke him up, but now Miz is doing Dancing with the Stars, so he won't be around for a while. It's right. Uh, but T Bar could be. If you need Bearcat Keith Lee to have his first feud. Why not get his most storied rival from NXT to put on some banger matches with him? Give him 10 minutes on Raw for the next couple weeks and establish both of them. Just those dudes know how to put on a fantastic match. And I hope they put, they change the name that, you know, retribution's gone. They kept the tag team together. Cool. But now that they're split, let's come on. Let's, let's get rid of that whole thing. That was just, we need to be done. As far as I'm concerned, I was idiotic. But let's go back. Let's go back to Dominic Dijak. The COVID. The COVID. The COVID. All right, let's do the SmackDown. SmackDown. Uh, I might say her name wrong, but Aaliyah from NXT got called up finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she had been rumored to be someone that was headed toward Friday. You know, the main roster. Hold uh, on. You thought you were going to say her name wrong above things? Yeah. <laughs> Aaliyah, that was his word. You know? <laughs> Aaliyah. Uh, and then Drew Gulak to Friday nights. Mace, so the other half of T-Bar Mace, a.k.a. Uh, Dio Madden, who big, big, big pals with Xavier Woods, so I'm sure Woods is excited to have him on the same show if they are sticking together. Uh, yep. Mansoor and Mustafa Ali as a team are over there now, and then Tony Storm is another one that they kept on SmackDown, which – Hopefully they just, you know, give her a chance to do stuff because uh, she's one they've so far seemingly dropped the ball on, in my opinion. Uh, but what do you guys think of the uh, Raw got a few more names in that, you know, that late round ad. But uh, SmackDown got some depth, some potential good guys. What do you what do you guys think? I'm, I'm just waiting to see uh, what it looks come tonight after tonight. Honestly, yep. I mean, it, it's just that those stuff just really doesn't it doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I could use filler. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's just how I feel about it. Really not, not much to touch upon. Yep. Diego? Once again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, right, from now on, let Diego go first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. There no, you no, go. no, 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 no. Just put me in the middle. First. Just put me in the middle. <laughs> For raw, for raw she, predictions right now, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of names left, man. There really is there's a lot of names. Um, rumor though, if you don't mind, before we get going, I don't know if that counts as an interruption. 
No, no, no. Go for it. <laughs> to count to count for tonight, one of the rumors I was reading as the day has gone on today is that uh, Walter might be someone get, that gets brought over to uh, Raw or SmackDown. And ooh, if you can get him anywhere on your weekly program, you got you got to do it. Yeah. So we will see where he pops up. If he can, if, I would hope it's SmackDown, just because him versus you know Drew or. Big, I mean, sorry, I almost said Biggie, uh, Roman, everybody. It would just. Oh, be... you mean you mean him versus? Oh, I don't know. Him and Cesaro. Roman. Cesaro. Come on, Cesaro. exactly. But on, so now. I mean, I guess for big names, the one, the only ones that I can think of off the top of my head, you got. Okay, before that, injured people seemingly are not involved in this. So girls such as Asuka and Bailey are not in the draft pool from what I've been <laughs> reading. So they aren't currently competing, so they aren't eligible. They'll be able to return wherever they want when that happens. So if you don't see them show up tonight, don't get worried. They're just out of action. So they're not. Oh, I'm going to get worried. All right. <laughs> but you still have Sasha and Becky. You got uh, Bobby Lashley plus the Hurt Business. You got the Usos. Mm-hmm. You got Seth Rollins, uh, Cesaro, as you said. You got the Street Profits. What do you guys think? Uh, what do you think is going to shake out tonight? I think Bobby Lashley gets moved down to SmackDown. Okay. Think so? I- I think Lashley stays, but I want I want Diego's reasoning behind it. Yeah, I think at this point there's enough audience that he's captured in Monday Night Raw, and therefore a little bit of a shakeup needed for his mm-hmm. storyline to then not be as repetitive as it is in Raw, where um, where SmackDown also is getting a lot of newer talent as well and some prosper. Um, some prospects there as well. I think it's time for Bobby Lashley to make the move. Um, however, he could very well say he could very well just continue to be the main um, storyline for Monday Night Raw. I just think at this point where viewers have kind of gotten used to it, a little bit of a shakeup is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see as well the streets profit, the street profits staying in Monday Night Raw. Moving to Mondays, you mean? I mean, moving to Monday. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I think with Belair moving in the third round, it's good to just bring them back. They were so good of an entertainment combo that Monday Night Raw could utilize it big time right now. I would agree. So you're going to think um, with Bianca going to Raw, you're going to think the Street Profits are heading that way anyways. Right. Um, Which is what Diego's saying now. Yeah, Okay. Um, I, so, I saw, sorry, the internet was like, oh, maybe they'll just draft Montez Ford to Raw and leave Dawkins on SmackDown. Please no. don't fucking do that. Like, just shut up. Don't even put that, don't even speak that into existence. That would make zero <laughs> sense. So just, all right. Um, I have, I have two big predictions on who could go to us Friday nights. One of them would be AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Splitting up AJ and almost having AJ back on the blue brand almost can run the red. Which was something uh, I kind of called last episode. You did, 100%. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I sat there after, and I was like, you know, I think Diego's kind of right. I didn't want yeah. to tell him. I was going to wait. But. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another one for me, I just – I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, the, I mean, don't get me wrong, her business versus the bloodline sounds like it could be a great feud as well. Yep, yep. So I might be, I might be now retracting my statement on I don't see Bobby moving. Um, but 
there was another one I had, and I can't fucking think of his name now. Just as far as what you were just saying, Jones, if it was Bobby and the Hurt Business, if they also just wanted to happen, you know, feud with Hurt Row or Hit Row the first first feud. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um. Oh, fucking. You know it. who I hope goes is. I hope they do this swap. I hope Ricochet goes to SmackDown so we can yep. finally get some fucking recognition. And mm-hmm. I hope Finn Balor goes to Raw. Yep. That's what I want. Yep. That's what I want. I was reading today, too, that uh, there was a writer that seemingly spoke up in a recent meeting saying that he really thinks Finn Balor could be what Drew McIntyre was for Raw with that second biggest baby face. So they're hoping to get him on Raw. Uh, again, hopefully that's true. But, you know, after he just had his feud with Roman, you know, it's kind of like you kind of either you go to the bottom of the totem pole or you shift gears and jump back into it somewhere else. So him going to uh, Monday nights would be awesome. Uh, I still think Lashley and her business are going to stay on raw. I just don't see, I don't want McIntyre and him near each near one another, at least for another year. So it'd be nice to give us a break from that. Even though Lashley versus Roman would be another great feud that I would like to see. Um, Street profits. Definitely. I think are raw Seth, I think has to go to raw to keep up his feud with edge. And then in turn, I think you'll get Becky also on Raw from obviously they're a real life couple. They have a kid. They had a kid recently. So, uh, yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's another storyline that I hope happens. Um, and you guys are going to be like, wait, where the hell did that come from? But you'll see why. Okay. I'm hoping to God that Selena Vegas stays in Monday Night Raw. Only reason and only reason being why is because of the following with Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio staying in Monday Night Raw, oh. put Selena Vega to start managing Dominic Mysterio so Ray can finally start to fade off towards retirement. Now you have somebody that can actually manage him the way that she used to manage Elite at all, whatever you want to call that fucking moron. Um, <laughs> And finally have an like actual that. an actual product that she can be proud of in managing because she had um what's his name? The stupid guy with the freaking little rose that we used to come on. Angel Garza, Angel baby. Garza. Who is him? Hey, fuck he's him. Fine. <laughs> fuck him. Uh bad representation of whatever he's trying to represent. Uh ladies man. Hated, hated Angel Garza. Absolutely hate beyond hate Charlotte's uh Little Andrade, CNA. Oh, not an, not an Andrade, no. San Diego. No, not no. not a single bit. I I would much rather collect us before I collected any of the articles on. I was, on I, was uh, I was waiting for I was waiting for him to say I'd rather be a Grand Metal E fan. Than Andrade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. I much rather wipe the sweat off of Bobby Lashley's uh Bobby Lashley's uh, forehead before I ever go uh, anywhere. Wipe it or lick it. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Lick it. That's like part of the package. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, hey, if you're salty, you got to lick it. Hanuman, um, <laughs> you know what else we could see potentially? What? You we could see the mid No, we could see the mid card <laughs> champs trading, trading brands as well. Yeah, yeah, true. Putting Priest over Friday nights and Nakamura over to Raw. Yeah, I, I really thought Nakamura to Raw was going to be a thing, but swapping them too and then priest getting over there with all those main event dudes would be huh? definitely interesting so who knows that one. yeah <laughs> yeah honestly there's a lot i see i actually didn't even i forgot they were still eligible so it's like what the this is raw's gonna be to an extent must watch just to see how they're gonna shake this out 
because they just like you said, there's a ton. My my it's, theory could this could could this be one of the more memorable ones? It could be. They could box. You know what I? You know what I? You know what I wish they would do. What do you, do you remember back in the day when they would just have matches and the winner gets the draft pick? I wish yeah. they would go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> Get some brand supremacy. Give me a raw. Give me SmackDown. Give me NXT. Let's go. It. I, I still my, me, my, motherfucker. The, my theory that I was I don't know if it's gonna play out this way, but it was discussed in a group chat this week. I believe that you saw Jones. I think if you kept the four horsewomen on SmackDown, you could run everything through them for the next year or so. And if you're gonna make Raw your new uh, faces type of thing and build up the new women's division, mm-hmm. you already have Ripley there, you already have Bianca there. It'd be cool if, like, Raquel Gonzalez got called up to there. Uh, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai is another one. Zelina Vega, like you said, already there. That could be a, a way for – to me, it feels like SmackDown's getting the big names and Raw's getting all the depth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, anybody? Anybody? I agree with so that. So, I, I think if, if USA gets a few of their top people that they'd like to keep on the show, like Big E and New Day, if they end up switching back or whatever it is, uh, that would be cool. But then you can rebuild that entire women's division and create some new stars while the four horsewomen are finally on the same brand and mixing it up. And obviously you'll get hella ratings for that once Bailey's back. And it'll be, you have to have either Becky or Charlotte drop a title back to Raw. But um, I would just love to see the new age of the women's wrestlers get, you know, the chance to get established, get known by the audience. And if they start building all these stars through raw, you're going to, you could have a fucking incredible roster by next year. Like if Keith Lee gets his pushes, if Lashley, all them, it's we'll see. I I still think Becky and Seth are going to be on Monday, but if they kept them all on SmackDown, it would be, it'd be, it'd be a dream to an extent. Any, any other things uh, draft related that we want to touch upon? No, no. Any any AEW talk we want to talk about? I mean, they had a good week. They had a, they had a, a nice rampage. Uh, they had Daniel. Uh, I see. I keep saying Daniel Bryan after all those years, but Brian Daniel Danielson, Bryanson. Yeah, the him versus one of the young bucks on Rampage says uh, it was a good match. Dynamite was solid. Uh, they tributed Brody Lee, which was nice. They had Dark Order finally reunite and uh, embrace each other. Though I wasn't. I'm glad they're back on the same page and all that, but it felt like kind of a dull payoff. Like it made sense to have it on the Brody Lee retribution show or retribution. I can't talk today, man. Tribute show. I'm still jet lagged. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I just got back from California last night. Um, you got Californicated. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And uh, y- y'all should just take like quick, like five seconds to appreciate the fact that I was able to say that and pronounce it correctly. Doesn't That's that all. Just mean, doesn't that just mean intercourse? Californication? No. No. You sure? Get your head out of your gutter. <laughs> That's mean. I know I'm fat. Come on, man. Uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> yeah, I got I got brain fog, Jones. You you say something. <laughs> Words, yes. Oh, okay, um, perfect. I know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I got you. Dark water felt like it was kind of lackluster uh, for the payoff. Made sense to have them, you know, reconnect on Brody's tribute episode but no hangman coming back no Wyndham rotunda slash bray wyatt whatever you want to call him uh kind of disappointing for me but we will see how it goes from there 
see what happens when Hangman and them come back. And even Bray Wyatt, the rumor, if he didn't show up at that Dynamite, the biggest thing everybody was saying was if he's not at that show, he's probably going to Impact. And then another report came out that said him and Impact are very far away on a contract, money-wise and things like that. So we'll see. So, we'll see. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I know. Impact, $10 a match. That's it. <laughs> Carry on. So real quick, the last thing. Um, the two-year anniversary show is this coming week. Yep. Uh, there's a ladder oh, match that is this week where the winner receives a world title shot. So mm-hmm. in the ladder match, it's Pac, Andrade El Idolo, uh, John Moxley, Lance Archer, Matt Hardy, Ebola. Orange Cassidy, and a Joker. Who's the Joker? Let's make predictions. Who could it be? I'll say Hangman. Ooh, ooh! He wins. Diego? He wins the he wins the ladder match. He gets the title shot. Right? There's uh-huh. your way around it. Diego, kind of like that. I kind of like that. Not gonna lie. <clears throat> so, so as a group, we're going to collectively agree here. But Diego, let's give a wild prediction for, for, from you and I. Hold All on, right. let me think. So let's see what the options are. Let, let, let's start with the options. Like, what are the options right now? Uh, well, you can't say Pac, you can't say Andrade, you can't okay. say Moxley, you can't say Archer, you can't say Cass, you can't say Matt Hardy. <gasps> Dolph. Hanuman? <laughs> what? Is it going to be Okada? <laughs> no, stop. Just stop. Just stop. We're not doing that again. <laughs> Every is time there's gonna, a Joker, is you going to Is it going to be Tetsuya Naito? Okada? Hmm? Okada? One of the New Japan guys? Will Ospreay? Two-year anniversary. Joker. I'm trying to think of someone else that's out that we haven't seen. Um, kind of surprising that you don't have Danielson or Punk in that match, but also I like it because they would obviously be the hands-on favorites to win it, so it's nice to not have them mixed into that yet. Who the fuck would be the Joker in that match? The only one to me that I have, is Hangman. I'm trying, to say, funny I'm, feeling. I'm, I'm trying to say. Give me your funny feeling. What's I, the funny feeling? What will I think? Buddy Matthews? Oh, okay. Um, AEW passed on. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's yeah. why I'm thinking Buddy Matthews. Yep, yep. It's not fully reported. It's just allegations right now. See, like... And, my, and if, my- you, if you... If you, The only reason I'm going to add that on, literally, go look at his... Look at his Twitter and look at the cryptic it's, message he's been writing. He looks incredible. Look at the... Look at, look at his Twitter. Look at his Twitter as of last night. That's the only reason why he came to mind just as of right now. Last night at about, I don't know, about six in the afternoon, weird little posted logo that he tweeted out. It's just a Joker's playing card. If that doesn't give it to you, I don't know what else does. See, when people do stuff like that, I feel like it spoils it that it's not them, but they're just trying to keep the intrigue up for their name. You know? There's so many reports alleging that he's been passed on. Yeah, so, true, true, true. Like, how else do you play it off? And he's yeah. refrained. He's refrained from like giving moves away, you know, and stuff. But in this mm. one, it's almost like I'm gonna confirm to you that no, these allegations are completely negative. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm the Joker. That'd be cool. See, like my my brain's going in several several different directions. Surprise. Like one of them. 
one of them thinks Tessa Blanchard's going to be it. No, that's not going to be it. No. But that's where that's where my mind's going right now. No. She's just she's just not coming back. It's weird that she hasn't returned yet, but hopefully she's all good. I saw um, that <clears throat> there's a rumor that there's going to be a relaunch of um, Women of Wrestling. Honeman? What'd you say? I, I, I was reading earlier that there was going to be a, uh, a relaunch of Woman of Wrestling, a.k.a. WoW. Okay. And she was going to be the main face behind that. Well, that, that's that's a good person to watch. The only, the only <clears throat> other person that I could think of as the Joker would be uh, Ruby Soho. <laughs> That's it. Like, I'm just going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Idiocracy here. Hold on. That's like the only other person I can think of. Um, come on, come on. My brain hurts. You know, Joker. Who could it be? Gotta wrap it up. Could it? Could could it? Could this be William Rotunda? It could be. It'd be weird to have him debut then rather than last week, given the circumstances. But again, yeah. also very possible. Could be Braun Strowman. Could be any of these releases that happened recently. So my brain, my brain, my brain. Could be Leo Rush. He's back. He already showed up though. So it wouldn't Yeah, he already showed up. And that was that was another person that was in mind, but I I remember he already showed up. And like he's he's like he's solid. I just I didn't bring him up because I just I guess he hasn't done much. Could it be Sting? Really? Could it be could it be Dobby? Could it be Brian Cage? Like I'm so Darby from Harry Potter. No, Darby, like Darby <laughs> Allen. He looks Darby, like a joke. Darby is free elf though, so maybe. So like, obviously, like now, like my mind's set on Hangman, but I want to give like some mediocrity behind it. Well, so the other thing you got to remember too is there is a Danielson with Jurassic Express and Christian Cage versus the Elite match. So you're not going to get Danielson. You're not going to get Jungle Boy. You're not going to get Christian. You're not going to get Luchasaurus, and you're also not going to get Adam Cole because he's teaming with Omega and the Bucks in that match. Yeah. So that rules them out most likely. You know, it, it makes sense that that would rule them out. And, I mean, just there's already a surprise on the card that I'm content with. You get Sammy Guevara versus Bobby Fish on Wednesday. Is that actually a thing? Like, officially? Yeah, I thought that was just his first TNT oh. title defense is against Bobby Fish. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought that was just a, thought that was just a joke. Oh, wow! I wonder how I wonder how Adam Cole feels about Bobby Fish. He tweeted about it. <laughs> he already tweeted something along the lines, just like a, an interesting, like, "Hmm, that's my pal." Orange Cassidy, watch me ref- refuse to climb a single ladder. <laughs> Did you see him on Rampage when he, they were doing the side by side interview with Mark Henry, and then Hardy and uh, what was it? not in Helico, but his uh, J- Jack Evans. Yeah, they were just like I, Orange Cassidy was like, "What? What am I doing?" And like, it's a hair versus hair match. If you lose, you get your head shaved. He's like, right, "I'm not gonna lose." He just said the most, just the most nonchalant shit, and then just walked off. <laughs> Love it. He's like, right, um, I, guess "I can't lose." Was, he's he's great. Best promo in the game. Who who else could? Have I'm, gonna move, I'm gonna move on. Hangman, hangman. I'm gonna move on. Uh, last thing we're gonna be talking about. Uh, I am now a Puma guy. Because they just signed Phil Brooks, CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could do that too, but I, I'm I'm officially a Puma guy. If CM Punk is a Puma guy, I got nothing. I'm I, I'm sticking with Hangman because I think it makes the most sense and it's a perfect way to get him back into title contention with Omega. I'm gonna stick with Buddy with Buddy Matthews. Okay. Those those speculations of him being passed on are not confirmed yet, and they're. Leaves a lot of room to think otherwise. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, 
I'm going to say William Rotunda was, was hope that it's going to be Okada. <laughs> with a side of AJ Styles. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a side of um, Prince Devin. <laughs> oh, fucking sign me up. <laughs> all right. Well, for, for us here at Suplex Biddies. Whoa! No, you're the fucking host here. Jesus Christ! Jacob's taking us off Carry the pod. This, no. this guy, here we I'm go. I'm just initiating final final. All right. His soul is so, like right here, and he's just looking. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's really right. okay. Hang on. Hey, from right. Suplex Biddies. <laughs> all right. So, again, from all of us here at Suplex Biddies, I'll do the outro. Uh, thank you to our friends at Truck Energy for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you to our good friends from Couch Guy Sports. Please make sure to use the internet one time. Uh, Diego has a, a fire article that's going to be coming out soon. So if you're if you're not ready for that, uh, let me tell you, um, figure it out. Because <laughs> he's going to drop a banger, and it's going to be probably one of the highest viewed articles <laughs> on the website ever. Um, but with that being said, uh, from Andrew Hahnemann, Diego Galvis, Chris Jones here, signing off. We'll see you next week for episode 20. Nine. What comes after eight? Nine. Comes after eight. 29. Comes after eight. Nine. Right? Yeah. 29. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 29 episodes. Woo. woo. We'll see you. Not woo like Rick Flair because he's in hot water. Not woo woo like yeah, Matt Cardona. Woo. Yeah. yeah. No, woo oh. like, or, like Urban Meyer. Cut it. 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 Cut it.